Hey everyone, welcome back to Leadership Locker. It is your host, Rich Cardona. And look, as I always say, this is the place for you if you're an aspiring entrepreneur, a new entrepreneur, or a seasoned entrepreneur uh, looking to kind of step up their business. And how you're gonna step up is by having someone like me document the journey, tell you about some of the potholes I'm hitting, and also having industry experts and influencers on every Wednesday to include the Gary V's of the world, the Andy Frisellas of the world, the Kendra Halls of the world, and many, many more. And today, look, I have a list of all the solo podcasts I was supposed to do, and all I could think about today was a response I got from a DM uh, from someone who I asked to be on the podcast. They're on television all the time, and I just wrote out to them because this person I really, really looked up to. They're a broadcast journalist. I will just kind of save the name and all that good stuff, but I want to tell you about how to reach out to people that would be interested in your podcast. Now, I am kind of in a favorable position right now because of how well the podcast has been doing and I'm able to demonstrate rankings and consistency and downloads and all that. But in the beginning, I was still getting great names. So I want to tell you three simple things that you can do to kind of land these guests on your podcast. And the first one is to reach out to them directly. For whatever reason, we have that paralysis by analysis and we think of the end game before we even start. We think of what they're going to say. We think they're going to ignore us. We think all these different things that actually prevent us from doing the simple action. And the simple action is literally just reaching out. Now, all the fears that you may have and all the people that you feel like inundate them with messages, you know, look, they're there for a reason. It's because they're freaking true. And that's fine but it doesn't mean you shouldn't attempt to reach out and at least try and get them on your podcast. So how are you going to do that? And you're going to do that through, you know, primarily social media. Now, here is the trick. Here is the trick. Let's say this person has millions of followers on Instagram, but 300,000 followers on Twitter. Use Twitter. See how often this person responds. Now, they may be active in a lot of places, but the places that they have the largest following are probably the places where they find it almost impossible to keep up with. These are places where they outsource the shit out of all of it. Your favorite people spend the least amount of time on social media. The people that you follow the most are probably spending the least amount of time on social media, believe it or not. And I've heard that from them. They outsource a ton of it. Now, from time to time, they like to check their DMs themselves, they will scan through and all these other things. So try and find where they don't have the biggest following yet and see and determine their activity. Now, if they haven't posted there in three months, let's just call it TikTok or Twitter or whatever, then maybe that's not a good sign. But if they post kind of regularly and they have a smaller following elsewhere, then give it a shot. Give it a shot. Now, what are you going to say? Okay, now this goes into step two. So number one is just simply reach out. Don't don't get paralyzed uh, by the thought of the rejection. We get rejected every day. People unsubscribe from your email list every day. People don't buy what you're selling every day. People don't comment on your post every day. People don't like your post every day. We get rejected all the time, all the time. I mean, shit. I asked my wife if she had time to go on a run this morning and she didn't. Is that rejection? Yes, it's rejection. No big deal. We deal with it all the time, so don't get paralyzed. So number two is how are you actually going to approach them? Okay, so I actually think there is something to a voice message or a video message in these respective platforms. Um, You can get the text message, but don't make them read. Make them listen. And the reason is they're going to determine how charismatic you are 
or how boring you are. And it's going to help them kind of expedite the decision, all right? Reading things is something that they're going to have to do all the time. They get pitched all the time, okay? But if you actually, and this is how I secured this guest just now, I just sent a message and I'm just like, hey, so-and-so, I'm a huge, huge fan. I think you'd be enormously valuable for my audience who consists of these people. This is how many downloads that we're looking at a month. I'd be honored if you'd consider being on the podcast. It took a few of those and a couple of videos, but finally, because it was a very busy season for this person, they responded. They're like, hey, thanks for your patience. Here's my email. Send me some times. I'm going to be away for the next week on vacation, but after that, I'll be in and checking and we can do it. And I was like, wow. So anyway, so how are you going to reach out? So I think if you're going to do it on social media, using tactic one and finding out where they have kind of a lesser following, but are still active, use a voice message or use a video message. And look, if you need to redo it, or if you need to do it in advance and then kind of plug it in so you're not actually recording it natively because you're bound to screw up out of nerves, record it on your phone, on your camera roll first, and then just kind of send it as a message. Or you could practice on your voice notes what it would sound like if you send a voice message and then go from there. Those are two things that are going to stick out because everyone's too freaking lazy and you're going to send a freaking canned ass message via text uh, or a normal kind of uh, copy written post. Now, if you're going to do email instead, and maybe this person has for inquiries, email this, you have to have a killer, killer subject line. And I can't give you just like this, uh, you know, an amazing amount of guidance here because a lot of it is instinctual and intuitive for me. But I try and make it just sound slightly captivating. And by that, I mean Marine Aviator Interviews Media Mogul. Okay, that is what I used to reach out to Ariana Huffington a while ago, who has not been on the podcast yet. But when I wanted to just reach out and tell her how much I appreciate her because I was reading a lot of Thrive Global. And then next thing I know, she wrote me back like herself, herself, like, look, there's a lot of ways to see if it was or wasn't someone. This was her. And she put me in contact with someone who invited me to write in the Thrive Global community as a contributor. Now, look, this is a big community, so it doesn't mean like I'm part of the magazine or anything like that. And that was two years ago. Uh, but I was absolutely flattered. I didn't have shit for a following back then. It was I, I made an email subject line that was captivating enough to open up the email. So what would you write? Let's just say I wanted to reach out to Derek Jeter, who I will have on the podcast one day. And he's, on, he's a uh, president of the Marlins right now. I would put something like, lifelong Yankees fan turned podcaster seeks interview. Who knows? And it doesn't freaking matter. And I actually gotten, the Marlins have written back to me numerous times, uh, but I did use a Marine card. Okay, so let's just say I'm a doctor. Or I, here, I had a client a while ago who's a chiropractor, and then he turned into a franchiser. Uh, he franchised car washes. He has all these car washes. And maybe he wants to talk to Mark Cuban. Maybe he wants Mark Cuban on the show because he wants to see what he thinks about his state-of-the-art car wash and why it may or may not be a good business, whatever. Long shot, right? But he put chiropractor turned entrepreneur looks to interview Shark Tank's best. Anything along those lines. Anything along those lines. So just be creative, compelling headline. It works in social media. That's how you get people to watch your content is by having a good hook. This is the equivalent to a hook in an email. You have to have a good subject line. Okay, so that was number two. So number one, just to recap, was to just reach out in the first place and not be intimidated. Uh, number two was how you're going to reach out to them. I would recommend a voice message, a video message. And if you're going to use email, then make it a damn, damn awesome, compelling headline. And then the last thing I would say is be persistent. 
So let's just say you don't hear from them. Do some digging. Be freaking an, an inspector. Be an investigative reporter and find the people around them. Find who some of the gatekeepers might be. Find who their personal assistant might be. Find who their scheduler might be. Look on LinkedIn. Look on. Look at their posts. See the people that they're around and be like, oh, that person works for them. This actually uh, helped me out when it was Patrick Bet David. I was following uh, his right-hand man, Mario Aguilar, who's amazing, amazing, amazing dude. And he kind of helped me get over the hump and finally break through. And then next thing I know, I'm in Boca Raton interviewing him because I went around. I Patrick Bet David doesn't check his stuff probably that much. He posts a ton, but he doesn't check his stuff that much. He's really active on Instagram stories. But I went around and it wasn't to circumvent him. It was just because I knew after a certain amount of time that the chances were very low. Okay, so go around, look uh, at who the people working around them are and simply ask this. You are not asking this person to help you. You are saying, can you point me in the direction of the best point of contact to schedule an interview or to to see if so-and-so would be interested in being on the podcast, okay? You have to make this as seamless as possible. So the last thing I'll mention is you should probably have dates and times available or a Calendly link that is predictable and easy for these people to follow. And in that Calendly link, in the event description, you should have everything they need to know, a quick summary about your podcast, whether you want them to wear earbuds or not earbuds, you know, camera quality, whatever it may be. And I should probably share that. Uh, Sean, if you remind me, I'll put it in the show notes. I'll put in what I have on mine and we'll go from there. Uh, But any specific instructions that they need, you want to make it super, super easy. But anyway, you have to be patiently persistent and this is the way it is. So when that time arrives, when this person actually does give you the time of day, um, then you will be kind of ready and it will be seamless. Okay. You don't want them to have any effort put forth in order to be on your podcast, except to show up and share their expertise with you. The last thing I will say is There's people that I haven't had on that I've been working on and I thought was solid they were going to be on two years ago. Um, And that's just not the case. And now I've even built a bigger following. My downloads are through the roof. I'm getting ranked consistently. And it's still difficult. But I, I don't look at it as like, fuck them. You know what? I'm over them. Like, okay. I think that's even an even better story. When I get to sit down with them, I'll be like, dude, this is two and a half years in the making and I bet you didn't even know it. And they'll appreciate that kind of persistence and they'll be flattered by the fact that you are able to withstand all these kind of little micro rejections over time in order to get what you wanted, which is that interview with them because you felt it was going to help your audience. The last part I wanted to say that I know a lot of you are thinking is, okay, what if I don't have a following or what if I don't have the downloads? I didn't either. I did not either. And I use those methods to get the guests, to get the following, and then ultimately got to a point where I saw enough where I knew I could invest in some advertising, and that just really put everything through the roof, and that changed everything for good. So my goal is to be a top five podcaster sometime in the next five years who's making millions off of ad revenue with a ridiculous studio where I am a name that people are like, you haven't been on his podcast yet? Dude, you got to get on that podcast. That is my goal. Okay, but I didn't know that a couple years ago when I was just kind of flirting with the idea of podcasting. And now I see, God, I mean, the benefits are ridiculous. But you will have to get industry experts or guests. They don't have to be influencers. They don't have to be famous. They don't have to be celebrities. But those are tactics that you can use in order to help you land the people who are going to help your audience the most. Not help you, not make you flatter, not make you happy, but help who will help your audience the most. Use those tactics, one through four, and I'm sure 
you'll see some results. If you have any questions, you could always DM me on Instagram at richcardona underscore or on LinkedIn. If you ever want to look into our podcast production services where we do everything for you A to Z, we got you. Info at richcardonamedia.com and we could go from there. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you for helping us stay in the top 100 uh, being ranked consistently. And if you have not taken the time to review yet, please leave us a five-star review or uh, your best written review if you feel this is something that has been valuable for you. And more importantly, if there's an entrepreneur that needs to hear this, share it. Share it with them. Let them know. That's really how this thing grows the best. So thank you for all your time. We'll see you next week.